Association. She's a automatic rifle. I guess. Well, to be correct, am I? Uh, show, a show for December 8, 2021. How's it going? How's it going? Jesus Christ, another day in America, another uh, semi-automatic rifle shooting with a pistol. I don't fucking know anymore, but I want to talk about the good news first before we get to the heart and soul of this local story that has gone viral internationally. Uh, Michigan football has won the conference championship for the Big Ten for the first time since 2004. Hail to the victors, Valiant. Hail to the conquering heroes. Hail, hail, uh, etc. Uh, for the first time since 2004. And then, uh, coincidentally, ironically, whatever, they put out 42 points in the dedication to the kid in uh, Oxford who died, the football player who wore number 42. And the Detroit Lions won. <laughs> I, I, I'm at a point, like, I mean, because I've seen so many of these, like, we'll dedicate this to this mass shooting victim. Like, since I was in Seattle, when it happened in Marysville, the Seahawks did that. And then I just go like, how many... I, I understand they mean well as part of the community. And for your... I, I, I don't know. what I, I don't know where... If there's a point having a fucking patch. Lions won. But I'm like, alright. What? what They're gonna be still shit. <laughs> what difference was it gonna make? Like, we have had so many of these mass shootings. Don't give a shit. But anyways, back to football. Uh, I'm very, uh, you know, as predicted last week, I was expecting Michigan to take care of Iowa. Uh, Did I expect them to go 42-3? No, but then I thought Iowa got awfully lucky. They basically backed their ass into the fucking conference championship, so I'm not surprised. That said, uh, one other surprise that screwed my fucking parlay over the weekend, the championship weekend for the college football at my parlays was the uh, Georgia. Uh, Oak State, Oklahoma State just pooched it, the, the winning chance that they had. And then Georgia just took it to the next level, so that's fine. I already lost the money um, off the noon game, noon Eastern, with a Baylor, Oklahoma State. But uh, I was very shocked how, how unready the offense of Georgia was. And then also how they could not take advantage of the Alabama's so-called weakened front offensive line in the interior line. And Alabama absolutely dominated, and Bryce Young is probably going to win the Heisman. Aiden Hutchinson made the finalist, which is great, but I don't think he's going to win. I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a first overall pick. If Aiden Hutchinson shows up against the Georgia defense, forget Alabama in the final. That guy is going to be number one overall pick in this NFL draft, no doubt. Oregon guy, uh, the Thibodeau or Thibodeau, I can't say his fucking name. You know, he's just, you know, declared Monday that he's not going to play in the bowl game. Why would he, you know, risk his body? But he wasn't going to, like, he's playing Pac-12, you know, despite his physical talent, playing bunch of nobodies. What's the point? I think Aiden Hutchinson through the ringers of the old lines of the Big Ten and potentially against SEC, I think he's going to be a number one pick. You got two Top 15 potential, you know, the defensive ends on this team, Ojabo and Aiden Hutchinson. And if Aiden Hutchinson, sh- you know, shows up and I expect, you know, Ojabo and Hutchinson to come out at the ends like Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, like the Colts, uh, I think, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, number one, you're going to be a number one pick, no doubt at that point. Like, it's going to, like, now, you know, Michigan has its Bosa brother of sorts. And also, I think Georgia looking so 
soft on their offense. And then looking at their schedule also, I think the strength of the schedule was like number 50 or something. Playing, you know, they front-loaded their schedule and then played a bunch of nobodies the last month compared to Michigan. I'm just like, how unready they were. Kind of like the Buffalo Bills, uh, the Monday Night Football that I just watched. I'm recording this Monday night. Um, you know, it just, just there's something about Nick Saban. There's something about Bill Belichick, about the absolute top two coaches that brings the excellence of execution to the next level. And I don't think Kirby Smart's there yet. It, like, Nick Saban's in his fucking head, you know. And I think Jim Harbaugh shored up his fucking, you know, whatever. So I... Based on how Alabama absolutely came ready and dominated Georgia when Georgia was a six and a half point, you know, favorite, I'm just like, I think Georgia's gonna come out angry, but I've seen their sloppy fucking games the last two years or even more longer. You know, in the last year, Georgia played Cincinnati and barely beat them 24 to 21. Some Georgia fans argue that, like, you know, Georgia don't, didn't give a shit at that point because, you know, they gave up. They gave up. They were just, like, dogging it. But I'm just, like, at the same time, and I'm like, okay, just because you're dogging it doesn't mean, <laughs> they like, you shouldn't be dogging it. Like, especially if you're not a number one program. Stop acting like you accomplished something, which is my point to Georgia. So I expect Georgia to come where all hell's loose, but they're not going in with the utmost fucking confidence compared to Michigan at the moment. Even Alabama, you know, despite some shaky moments that they had against in the Iron Bowl against Auburn, look, it's Nick Saban. Nick Saban knows how to get the team ready, like Bill Belichick. And then the Cincinnati Bearcats, I, I, I give Luke Fickle a lot of credit, despite the guys from Ohio and all that. I think the guy deserves all the credit. If Ryan Day is on a hot seat, like I said, two weeks ago, and is about to be fired, you know, at any moment, if he doesn't show up over the next year, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you know you know who's going to be on a speed dial. Number one, it's going to be Luke Fickle, and then it's going to be Matt Campbell after. I think Luke Fickle, knowing the, his familiarity of the Ohio's compared to Matt Campbell, is the obvious choice. I'm surprised that Notre Dame didn't go after um, Matt Campbell, and then uh, they went with the defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, which I think is a great pick, by the way. Uh, but anyways, going off the sides, I think Michigan's going to give hell kind of like the Patriots did in a Buffalo in that running game. And then uh, Georgia's not, not a slouch, obviously. But I, I, I think there's a lot of sip of doubt, especially on the Georgia offense going into this. Uh, you know, I, I'm not so confident in that quarterback that Georgia has. Like, you know, he's not such a speedy guy. He can't fucking throw. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I hope Michigan shows up. I think it's going to be a close game. But let's see when we get closer to the fucking, you know, the bowl game time on the December 31st, shall we? So anyways, uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the main topic. That's been a hot topic around the world, around locally here in Michigan, which is this uh, another school shooting in Oxford, Michigan, Oxford High School. Did you know that the parents of the kid... The Crumbly kid. Crumbly? Crumbly? I can't say the fucking last names. Crumblies. So mom and dad, what are the names? James and uh, what's the lady name? Patricia? I don't know what the, the fucking name was. Uh, who are the Crumblies? Who are the Crumblies? Uh, James and Jennifer, J&J. Uh, they were about a mile away from my place over here in the riverfront, Detroit. And Oxford, Michigan is about... 30 miles northwest from here at the end of the Oakland County, basically. What the fuck were they doing here? 
which I didn't know because I was really not following this news after the shooting happened last week, and I was just like, dude, another one, whatever. I I I I I utterly dozed off. I I just go, oh shit, whatever. The it got interesting because number one, like oh, like everyone trying to dox everything, you know, all that great. But then apparently on Friday, I wasn't following this. I followed this after. It's like, look, the parents got caught in Detroit, thirty miles south, a mile from me, you know, on in the in the intersection of Concord and Saint Paul. Uh. Which I guess is sort of east side, but I'm like, well, not quite. It's not West Village yet. Anyways, I'm talking locality here. So it's about a mile and a half, you know, mile from my new place. I go, what the fuck are you doing down here? I mean, aside from like, you know, seemingly gentrified neighborhood, <laughs> it's all houses and abandoned whatever old places. And apparently they were like hiding uh, for quite a few hours. Withdraw $4,000 out of ATM from Rochester, Michigan, which is about 15 miles from their place. So obviously they're coming down south and then we're hiding in the studio and they caught this other guy on Monday. Artist, li- I'm reading the Reuters article. Artist linked to the parents, uh, Michigan shooter, questioned by police. Andre Sikora, 65, was not arrested, but after a two hour interview, uh, they said uh, they searched his home. And then seizes several digital devices. The issue for the, the quote issues for detective is what Sakura know and when he did know it. Unquote. The sheriff department said. So they were hiding in a studio in the middle of fucking nowhere, bumfuck nearby me, for like hours. And then police had to the Detroit police, not the county, fucking thirty miles away, set up a perimeter and then say they're their flight risk. Uh, they're, um, you know, whatever, you know, all that shit. They set up a perimeter. They had to get a fucking city police involved for this stupid shit that happened in suburb. My tax dollars went into this shit. You know how much tax dollars city takes? 2.4% income tax. And then they had to waste money on this shit for these knucklehead fucking parents giving the gun. And then they, they were thinking to, Colleen thinks they were trying to swim across the border. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Like, these knuckleheads, forget if they're Trump or not. I, I don't give a shit. Like, some people are trying to politicize this, but I'm like, dude, I, I don't care. I don't care. Like, simping, mental health issue, shitty parenting, shitty gun ownership is nonpartisan, despite how tilted the gun rights thing is. I'm sorry. Like, th- this is fucking stupid. My tax dollars were wasted on these people shacking away in a fucking blight. And then they bought this kid a gun. A gun. Nine, what is it? Nine days before for the Black Friday. that They bought the semi-automatic pistol for the Black Friday. And then uh, the dad was like, he shouldn't have had access to it. And then took the kid to the shooting range a weekend prior. You know, try the gun out and shit. I'm sure they were trying to just like... You know, come on, kid, like, get out of the funk, right? But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a continuous, you know, causality of stupidity. And I'm going to say the fucking R word here. Retarded parenting. I'm sorry. Like, and also the school board and then the school administrators who brought this kid back the, the afternoon of shooting. Why did they allow him back? Like, this shit cannot happen. 
like there yes you couldn't search the locker only the kid blah 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 look if it's it sounds suspect fucking put the kid at home yeah they brought the parents the day before on tuesday and sit him down and said yeah your kid's disturbing is writing some disturbing shit what the fuck is going on like and the parents basically fucking said type gg and then fucking walked out they that the, the parents fucking gave up on the kid <laughs> from what i can see they got called into school tuesday after the teachers found two teachers found disturbing writing disturbing art tuesday morning brought the parents in tuesday afternoon sat them down and said yo what the fuck and then wednesday found more shit but then for some reason allowed the kid back wednesday afternoon and then the shit then went down to wednesday afternoon wednesday evening and then the four kids died <laughs> and then the parents took the money out and then basically ran to where i have no fucking idea and clearly you know some people digging up their internet history the mom thanking the president trump for the right to bear arms and then like a lot of financial distress that that they were in i cannot imagine amount of like fucking stress you know these people are in but holy fuck dude like this is exact like income inequality fucking disparity just awful lack of resource you know people are feeling and feeling squeezed like they I read some stuff about like they couldn't meet the kids like fucking parenting and shit, you know. I I just go like and then everybody is awfully getting reactive, you know. The local laws here, and yeah, a bunch of kids started calling school threats <laughs> after Wednesday, and then they arrested everybody. They you know it's not hard to find the kids, and then trace down who might have threatened. I think they made about. 15 different arrests on the kids making bomb threat shooting threat and then they basically took off thursday and friday look just you want to i knew probably 99.9 percent of the threats are bullshit but even for the officials they said enough is enough we know you're bullshitting but you cannot just make fucking terroristic threats and get away with it just because you want thursday friday off and then i, I, I it's unbelievable. Yeah, I would have. I, I wish the school board up there in Oakland County just took, took the fucking Thursday Friday off, and said, "All right, we don't feel safe. No, fuck that. This is a fucking chaos, and then we're getting ridiculous amount of inquiries. So why don't we calm the fuck down? I would have put that as a public statement instead of saying we're getting countless number of threats. I go like." Are you that fucking stupid? Can't you not use a common sense that kids are probably just fucking trolling, taking advantage of this situation also? You know? And, you know, and then everyone getting reactive law, and then, like, the prosecution in Oakland County, and even the state, Dana Nessel, our attorney general, who got fucking shit-faced in Michigan, Michigan State game. Why is that relevant, BK? I don't know. I just remember Dana for that reason now. Like... They're going to possibly prosecute not just the parents who got charged with the involuntary manslaughter, which I think is the right thing given what has happened, but also the school officials for being, I guess, negligent or something. Where I'm just like, what? The horses have left the fucking barn. 
I, and I'm like, four people died and seven others are injured, including two teachers. And then the Republicans of the Michigan are trying to set up the, you know, put in a law where they're trying to say, let's not have mandatory attendance in school. You know, forcing kids to coming to school has caused the kid to, you know, show up to the premise and start shooting up, which I don't fully understand either. I go like, dude, are you trying to educate the kid and then educate the rest of them? Or are you are you are you trying to save your ass? You know, and not blame for having a fucking device that is clearly designed to damage something, somebody. You know, I feel like there. I feel like there's a lot of like nonsensical, reactive, fucking emotional driven conversations and reactions on both sides of the aisle. If you want to call it, why? Why can't they like? Oh, like, it, it's been a whirlwind of fucking stupid shit. Oh, this shooting happened. Oh, let's have a fucking patch for the Lions and the Wolverines. Oh, we're going to make gazillion threats from the kids. Oh, we're going to throw this charge at the parents, which is the right thing. And also possibly think about the charge for the school officials. Oh, we're going to have a law. Where we get rid of the mandatory attendance in schools. Oh. And then the city the city of Detroit. Who had nothing to do with the shit that happened 30 miles away. Had to get involved in the afternoon fucking Friday. In a shack middle of fucking nowhere. And then. Go go fucking DEFCON 5 on this shit. What, what a whirlwind of stupidity after stupidity and stupidity. Has this transpired. At all generations, Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, fucking boomers. This is fucking ridiculous. This is the stupidest shit where I absolutely don't feel sad at all. I just I just watch this in a fucking distance and I go, this this is this is what I pay 2.4% city income tax and 4.1% state in- income tax on. What the fuck? I, I like forget the taxes. That's just the financial argument I make. I just go, ah, what the fuck is this shit? But if you look at this all-encompassing, what the fuck has happened? Starting with the bad parenting, and I'm going, why the fuck do they have these kids? And what the fuck is their problem? It all comes down to you know just not being able to meet you know make ends meet. And constantly getting stressed. And I'm sure the kid also grew up in a ridiculously stressed fucking environment. And I'm sure that fucking James and Jen over here, J and J, just like fucking talk, you know, talking shit up. Trump shit. Somewhere in Oakland County up there. You know, fucking immigrants. You know, fucking trying to take our guns. You know. Eating it, eating their fucking chef boyardee or some shit, and, and and then school couldn't do shit either. <laughs> the kid came back, and I'm like, dude, if this happened on a fucking military base or something, you know, you hear the shit in Korea military too, who do the mandatory serving. It's like I don't feel good. I feel like throwing a grenade into the fucking barrack. You're fucking immediately banned from like, you know. 
doing the rest of the gun practice and being anywhere near the fellow soldiers for a week, at least a week, right? It's like, this, this guy's mind's off. Because it's all men who serve, by the way. Like, I, it, it's a continued stupid shit left and right. And are they going to blame the Democrats? I'm sure the fucking gun nuts are going to say that shit. Are the fucking Democrats going to blame the, you know, you know, gun the Republicans on this? And I'm like, let's just stop. This is exact, like, fucking hot topic, you know. Just like people get in and then, like, start stirring shit up. But I, I think we're at a point in the American fucking discourse where we're tired of this shit. Like, it doesn't even, it's not even, it's not even, like, conducive to this anymore. How many fucking incels, how many mentally unstable teenagers, men especially, especially white dudes over here. Yeah, there I said it. Look at the fucking numbers. And then you get all these, like, fucking politicization of it, amping shit up. Men's rights, white people's rights, like Josh Hawley in fucking Missouri, or, like, Fucking these Michigan State Republicans talking nonsense. And then I, I also see on the other side, like, oh, of course it's a Trumpers who's doing this shit. Like, yeah, dude, like, can't you not have empathy for like fucking people who cannot make the ends meet for the bumfuck people? You know, these are the exact people the so called Democrats and progressives should be going after and convince instead of. Keep talking down to him. I, I, I'm going to say my rant here. But I'm going to say I feel absolutely not sad at all. I am just appalled by the amount of stupid that was near a mile away from me. And then it just, it just triggers me into the emotional reaction of like, shut the fuck up on both sides on this. I seriously, I seriously <laughs> don't know what else to say other than shut the fuck up, calm the fuck down. Because no one's going to solve the problem. So stop amping shit up. That's all I'll say. So anyways, thanks for listening. And then uh, we'll come back. We'll see what the rest of the December looks like. Oh, gee, I'm going to talk about Matrix at some point. Because Matrix is coming out in two weeks. And I finally caught up to the fucking Matrix movie. And then I want to talk about that. And then, uh, you know what? Forget the progressives topic. Because every week I've been talking the last three, four weeks. You hear a common theme here. So there's no point dedicating to it because every episode is basically leading to the same path as where the fucking progressives are failing. I'm a true progressive. You ain't. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace out.